Aloha, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our Undoing Radio. We are continuing our series on the sacred, and with me is a friend of mine. She is a, what would you call yourself, like a, a New York fitness guru, uh, Marie Jasmine. Marie, welcome to the program. Wow, thank you. Yeah, I'll go with the uh, fitness guru. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Usually, just sometimes call me a fitness coach, but I like guru better. Yeah, yeah, guru is much better. <laughs> um, so I, I wanted to have you on because I wanted to talk about um, movement and the sacred and physicality and the sacred, and just see if there is a connection um, or if if you draw a connection. But first, just by way of background. Um, in thinking about that word sacred, you know, what does that mean to you? Well, um, anything that is, um, pertains to religion or spirituality or something that's highly inspirational, that's worthy of respect, um, and dedication. Okay. So like, um, what about the notion of like people say texts are sacred or there are sacred sites around the world? Um, you know, that sort of thing. Does that, do you ever think about that at all or, or no? When you say texts are sacred, like certain prayers or landmarks or areas where people live. Um, well, like, uh, like books, me, like, like there's like a mysticism, like, well, right. Like with oh, sacred sites, there's oh, places me. around where you live yeah. and with texts, you know, it's like sort of a mysticism kind of aspect to it. And I'm wondering if that's something that, um, that applies to you, well, you know, do you think about that at all or, or not? Well, I mean, um, if I'm going to think about, uh, uh, sacred, like the Bible itself. I mean, I was brought up um, Catholic, and um, I look at the Bible being sacred. Uh, so it is something that I do give respect to, uh, to all faiths for that matter, because I highly believe in God and or uh, higher source. And and um, whenever I go about journaling, I reference that I'm speaking to not myself, but to this higher power or higher source um, in that sense. And I do refer in the same way when I meditate. So um, I kind of value texts or, or areas throughout where we live um, very sacred to, to each individual who believes in that. Okay. And um, so people say, and you know, usually we say it like offhandedly, kind of like my body is my temple. But there's something about that, right? The body is a temple in some ways, um, especially if you believe that mm -hmm. you live in it. <laughs> uh, what, does that have any meaning for you? My body is my temple, especially being a, a fitness guru. 100%. 100%. percent. Because I constantly, um, I use this phrase and um, it wasn't my own, but when I saw it, I really loved it. And it's honor your body. And um, there was, we had a, a trunk show and they were selling these t-shirts um, um, at one of the fitness facilities that I teach at. And I saw that and I'm like, oh my goodness, that means everything because I believe that we need to take, take care of ourselves internally um, to be able to be able to move around in life to just um, work with our surroundings. And it's important um, 
to take care of our health in that way. Um, it, it, I could tell you, whew, I mean, when I first started um, my first job after out of college, um, I gained a significant amount of weight and I was just like, I wasn't happy with me. And it, and it, it had to do with my character, how I saw myself. Like I gained the weight and I was just unhappy and um, I, I wasn't secure um, with myself with certain things that I'd done. And so I was just like, I need to get a hold. I need to get a hold of what's going on with me. And so there's a local gym nearby and I decided why not join it? So I'm there and I'm working out and I'm like, I'm focusing simply on, yeah, I need to lose the weight. I need to lose the weight. But at the same time, um, it also made me realize that while I was there, I was focusing on doing something for me, for my body, for something that's going to carry me throughout life. And um, I wanted to really um, show that respect and appreciation for myself. And so I, I really took hold of it there. And over the years, it made me feel more confident about me. I was just really happy that I, I took on something that showed progress and it was my own doing. And, um, I felt that with, with doing that for myself, I see others wanting to, they have goals, fitness goals, or things they want to do with their bodies. How would it be to, you know, be there and motivate them and just share with them why I really got into it? Like what happened? What evolved after the fact that I was just like, it's not just about losing the weight. It's more than that. It's more about how you feel. It's more about you taking care of you, taking ownership of your own body. Um, and I decided to stick with that route and move forward and, and, and hope that I could inspire others to do the same for themselves. Okay. So along those lines, um, uh, so you, you exercise, you get into shape, you start to feel good. And I know um, athletes talk about getting in the zone and that sort of thing. Is that the same with basic exercise or do you have to be dribbling a basketball or throwing a football or something like that? Um, do you feel uh, this sort of oneness with your own movements at some point, like you're in a zone? Yeah, you do. No, it could be with any activity. I mean, you could be in the zone cycling. You can be in the zone um, uh, doing a uh, body conditioning class simply stating that you have the weight that you're working with, but it's, it's like that internal feeling. It's like that strength of ownership. Like you feel good. There's this energizing feeling while you're moving and you just, you just go with it and you allow your body to flow with it. And it just feels really awesome. Does it feel beyond yourself? Like I'm, I'm just wondering what that actually is. Like when athletes talk about it, it almost sounds as though, they get into a place where the movement is happening uh, with them. So in other words, you know, when, when you're doing something, it feels as though you're doing it. But when you're in the zone, it sounds as though you're going with the flow kind of. And it's almost like there's this, this physicality, this, this story that's unfolding through the body that you're a part of as opposed to just telling it yourself. Would that, is that a way to put it or am I wrong? Well, that's actually that's a kind of neat, interesting way to uh... – um, put it. I'm going to stay with that. Where you're, uh, let's say I am. I am working out, and I'm. I'm feeling so good about what I'm doing. There's like this breakthrough where you become one with everything 
that's around you. It's like you're breathing in the oxygen, you're moving within space, you have grounding with the floor. Um, so it's, it's that kind of connection all throughout, all of that physical connection of everything, whether it's the air that you're taking in, the surface you're working with, or the object that you're using. And so there's something internal that materializes and it works together and it feels like a really cool driving force. And that's when you're like in that zone and you just want to, you just want to continue and go with it and, and do as much as you can. You find that it's the same. Um, like if you're out jogging in nature in a park or something or, uh, or in a gym, is it, is it the same? Yes, because it can become meditative. I mean, like, I like the fact like going out jogging out in the park or, um, I had this when I ran the Brooklyn half and I was excited about the run. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get into this zone. What is it going to, what is it going to do for me? Like, what is this zone going to be? And I was just so excited about it. I, I got into it. I got into it. I'm like, okay, my legs are moving. All right. I can feel my body mechanically. Like I'm focusing on my, my hip mobility. And then, you know, it's just like, and then I'm listening to the rhythm of my breathing and everything's feeling really good. And then all of a sudden more, more comes from that. All of a sudden I find this kind of meditative aspect happening where I am now, just feeling just really, really good. I mean, that's what I'm using right now. It's probably, I'm trying to see if I can figure out another one that's even better, but it's just such an incredible um, greatness that you're feeling while you're, um, you're, you're going through the motions. And sometimes it, it kind of draws emotion. Like I'm in physical motion, but it draws an emotion where I all of a sudden can get, I can start crying or I will all of a sudden um, go, oh my goodness, what kind of experience is this? And I'll start laughing and I'm like, my goodness, it, this is such a great feeling. Let me just keep on going. And I just go with that. And it's just like, it's different from short distance, short distance running. You won't like, I don't see that in short distance. I'm just thinking full speed ahead. I'm going to go for the dash. But if I'm doing long distance running, like I did when I did the Brooklyn half, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I had relationships come up that I um, recalled with my mother or my sister that are no longer with me that passed. And that not, and I was just like, wow. And it, it was just, so profound that I was getting messages from it. And I was like, hmm. Um, so yeah, um, I find that you can experience a whole lot um, through physical motion when working out. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, are those feelings attached to a memory or something? So I guess if they are attached to memories, do you feel in your body where those you know, because people say that memories are sort of in your body. Um, do you feel in your body where those memories are located or or that they're leaving, that the, the, the powerful hole that they have uh, is is dissipating in any way? Um, for me, um, yeah, I was able to kind of pinpoint exactly where these memories uh, that I have with my close family members would be stored. <laughs> and they'd be stored in my um, my lower back. Um, 
and and only because I always get tense in that area. And, um, and I realized that when I would kind of find a way to connect with my feelings and I respond to them by releasing through some sort of emotion that, um, my back feels better. Um, and also I wonder if just, you know, if you're running, right, your body is like, okay, well, if we're going to do this, if we're going to do this long form running, we're going to need all of us. We're going to need all of me here. So we got to get rid of whatever this problem is that our back works correctly to get through this race. You know, like maybe there's also something yeah. as basic as that, where it's like, all right, let's give up the psychological baggage now. Heave ho over the side of the ship so we can stay afloat in this race. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, totally. Totally. Oh, my goodness. You know, now that I'm looking back at that race and I'm thinking about it, and it's true, it's just like, you know, you need your whole body to, to get through this. And, uh, wow. Now, that's a really cool, interesting connection. Thank you for that, Jeremy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so that's, that's interesting. And do you find that uh, you can access it at will or is it when the will sort of steps aside that this happens this going into the zone i mean do you have to be relaxed in other words or can you do it on purpose no no um i well uh i feel that it has to be when i'm relaxed i i've tried i may have like yeah I've tried um, bringing it up several times to see if I could tackle a certain situation or work through um, something that um, I felt had a strong hold on me, but I found that it would be released or come out more so when I'm relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's, and it's a surprising um, effect at that point too. It's like, Whoa, I didn't expect this. It wasn't planned. Um, yeah, but other times when I'm trying to will it to happen, mm-mm, doesn't, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> well, uh, huh. I, I guess I was going to ask if, if there's um, sort of a feedback loop, like the more you do the exercising, the more of that zone you get into. Well, I guess I can still ask that in a way, because even if you're not doing it on purpose – um, do you find that it comes to you easier or comes to you more frequently the more that you exercise or is it about the same frequency? The more that I exercise, it would be more frequent. Now, I'm thinking about um, this part plus the will for it. So now I know that it, it comes out easily for me running, right? Then, yeah, I would tend to run more so I can experience what else will happen? But I, in the sense of willing it to say that, you know what, this is what I'm expecting. I'm going to address this question and then I'm going to go for that workout and hope to get a response from it. No, it doesn't happen that way. But I will, I, I, I'm usually like, I'm open to whatever comes from it and I will perform the activity more often so that I could receive. Does that make any sense? Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, it's interesting because it's like people go to psychologists um, a lot of the time, to, you know, to work out, obviously, their psychological issues. And then, you know, you may learn there that, oh, we, we carry them in certain body parts. Usually it is the back, right? A lot of um, 
mm-hmm. stress. Uh, but I guess it works in reverse too. You could also um, work on your physical to relieve the psychology. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it works both ways. God, what a what a fascinating yeah. critter we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, let me ask you this: so when you're so physical for so much of your life and then you uh, end up losing mobility through an accident, a disease or whatever it is. Um, Do you have to relearn anything about uh, making that, that contact with, with the moment or the sacred or the, whatever you want to call it, the zone Um, or does it reroute? Does it just come through different channels? And I guess this is kind of, a similar question too. You were saying like you've done it jogging. You you can do it through various means. Are you accessing the yeah. same state? Is it the same state for all of those exercises? And is it the same state if once you lose the ability to exercise that you can access in another way? Oh, okay. You know what? I think I think it's in the same state because I had when I mentioned that I have everything that get stored in my back, right? Um, I had to get a spinal fusion. I had a spinal fusion done about four months ago. And because I had that, I couldn't be as mobile as I was before that. Um, Basically stating no bending, no twisting, no lifting anything above seven pounds, which is just like what? Um, Especially when I'm someone that lifts anything 30 pounds plus. Um, And so... I found other means in terms of I started journaling a lot and I started meditating a lot. So I I use that as a different channel um, to help me kind of work through and make connections that I wanted to make, or at least hope I could make because I couldn't like I would will it in my gut, but I would just like, you know, as soon as I start doing something in a sense where I could kind of, have my mind focus on that particular kind of mode that would help me um, be in touch with the same. Okay. So yeah, I'd still be able to experience that. Okay. So I'm wondering if there's anything about um, movement itself. Um, Are there certain movements that have an effect that other movements don't like? I don't know if you're familiar with Tai Chi or yoga or any of that sort of stuff, but what is it about certain exercise? Like we know what exercises are about, right? Like you do a certain exercise and it strengthens a, you know, certain set of muscles, um, a coordination. There's that. Mm -hmm. But then there's this other thing that involves the physical, but also these movements seem to do something else. Uh, which would be sort of yogic or like I say, Tai Chi and that sort of thing. Do you have any insight into that? Like why certain movements seem to activate something else that we don't even, at least in this culture, have a really good grasp of? Um, I really look at it and take it down to a mind body connection. So it depends on every individual. Like for me, Yoga may not do it for me. Yoga will do it for another individual. Running will do it for me. Running may not do it for the yogi. Um, someone that loves to lift weights can't stand cardio. 
will find their Zen moment and work it with lifting weights. It's what they find that satisfies them and works for them. And they can connect physically through their movement, through their muscular motions. And that will actually lead them forward or have, I guess, in some way define what they're going to experience. But there's, I, I, I can't put it down and say there's a set or there's one particular exercise that will do it. Um, it can vary per individual on the actual type of exercise. But um, I, I do believe in, you know, again, that mind-body connection, if you're thinking about it, you're talking about our nervous system and our muscular system and how they relate well together, um, that's, that's the connection there. And we all have our unique way to flow with it. And that's why I encourage members that take my classes, listen, I want you to, I want you to do the modality that, that you feel the most comfortable with so that you can just really take it on because that's going to allow you to get the results that you're seeking. And then you're going to experience more with it and you're going to be, it's going to keep you motivated or inspire you to keep going. You had mentioned before, uh, you know, secret in terms of the religious. Have you ever had a religious experience while doing something physical? Hmm. A religious experience? Experience? Hmm. <laughs> However you define that. Uh, <laughs> uh, gosh, I'm trying to pinpoint. I want to say, like, I can't come out and say specifically what it is right now. There were two things that happened. Um, I was in one class. I took a, it was a body conditioning class. I was on a mini trampoline. And it was one week after my mother had passed. And... And I was in the class saying, you know, I just needed to free up my mind. Maybe I can get into this class and it's going to help me, you know, kind of not have to think about dealing with my mom's death at the time. And I just wanted some space. I'm in there and I'm moving about and all of a sudden I start to see, like, it was weird. It was just kind of a notation of there were sparks in the, in it within my head at the time or what I visualized for a brief moment. And it was just like, listen, Marie, I know what you're trying to do. It's all good, but I need for you to just stop. And uh, you're going to need to sit this out because we need to have you handle your mom's situation in a different way. And I heard that message and I was just like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to work out today. I think it's time for me to stop and just get my things and leave. So it's interesting. I'm bringing that up because, I'm already sharing with you, you get breakthroughs while you're working out, but I also got a breakthrough while working out telling me to stop. <laughs> huh. So um, that was a message that I received while I was in, in the, and it wasn't that I wasn't, like I got dizzy and I was about to faint. No, it wasn't that. It was just, I know what you're trying to do here, but this is not what you need to be doing right now. So stop. And I did. Um, now, if I could figure out another religious moment while I'm actually, you know, well, while continuing you're, moving. While you're thinking about that, let me just ask you. So you stopped and whatever you did next, did that feel like the right thing to do? Did you sort of intuit what the thing was that you had to do? Yeah, it, it required to just have some um, quiet time, just use that space and do nothing. Like, right. it's, it's best that I just sit it out and think about it. And matter of fact, I didn't. I, I think I stayed away from working out from the, from the club for about like 
a week or so, or maybe longer until I was ready to go back in because it was just like, no, we're not going to cooperate. We're not, your body's just like, no, we, we, we're not going to get into this right now. Uh, well, so I'm assuming that you, you must hang out with, um, well, you hang, sometimes you hang out with me. So I'm not the most physically fit person, but I'm, I'm sure that there are others who are better equipped, uh, in the muscle category who you hang out with. Do you ever talk with them or other fitness trainers about these types of things? Like what draws, uh, trainers to generally sort of take up this lifestyle and take up this life? Um, is it this sort of all of the above thing that you're talking about or, or not, or is it like just purely, Oh, I love exercise. No, I mean, for those that I've spoken to already, either they had something, um, that they wanted to change within their lives, which, you know, um, it usually led to them just feeling really good about themselves and wanting to share the same kind of message of what, you know, it's not, you're not just going to get the physical change in terms of aesthetics, like, you know, what you see on the outside, but there's something that really changes within you and it's, and it's a positive change, but they like, I haven't had that discussion where they specifically draw it out, you know, what it is. I mean, I do have conversations with um, your wife, Carol, about this. Um, and we have really great conversations when it comes to um, the mind-body connection and fitness and how it relates and why we keep going, moving forward with it. Um, but with other trainers that I work with, um, uh, honestly, we don't draw out the specifics. And, and now I'm curious. I'd like to draw out the specifics and probably ask a few that. Yeah, and I guess sort of tangential with that is like, why does fitness sort of tend, at least in this culture, to have a shallow connotation to it? Like, it's always about just the physique, the appearance, the way it's sold to us is primarily about that, right? Is like, you could look better, you could look as though you're younger and healthier and blah. It's not actually sold to us like, oh, by the way, you could actually be healthier. And part of that is your psychology. Part of that might even be spirituality or centeredness or something along those lines. Um, I, mm. I, I must, I don't know. Does that ever frustrate you that it's sold a certain way? And yet it's actually this whole, this sort of holistic experience. Well, now, I mean, honestly, now it's at, um, well, that's being more implemented in our programs today than it was years ago where we're bringing in meditation practice to working out. Um, and so, you know, you'll find that when you go and you take a yoga or a Pilates fusion class. Yeah. I feel that it should totally be addressed in, in these body conditioning classes that we offer more of and also the cardio classes. I, everyone is, again, it's all about what they see on the outside, what they're looking for on the outside. It's just appearances. And sometimes it's just, I'm like, there's so much more you're going to get out of working out. And this needs to be put on the table even greater. So yeah, I, I totally, it does frustrate me. Um, and that is why I try to draw that message in my classes. Um, it's a way that I, I speak when I'm on the microphone, when I'm, 
even delivering my cycling classes. I'm just like, I, I, I speak to the team. I want them to bring out their personal best. I want them to know that um, they are powerful beings and, 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 and give them their, this is their space to kind of sort of let go and, and, and allow them to experience who they are within themselves. Um, and so I try to do that within my classes. And hopefully, hopefully it could spread further on out to um, the other, you know, within the fitness world and, and within other classes that are going on. Okay. Well, that was a painless half hour, wasn't it? <laughs> no, this is great. Can we keep going? No. <laughs> if you want to keep I loved going. it. <laughs> um, is it, did you want me to promote your, wherever you're doing your work or a website or anything? Well, I mean, I don't have a website right now. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and I work at Equinox locations here in New York city. And, um, you know, I'm here and I teach, uh, group fitness classes, body conditioning, cycling. I coach running classes and I'm basically here. This is my service on this planet to do good to um, other humans. I take care of my body and I want others to do the same for themselves. And I'm here to inspire them and help them. I guess I, I don't have to uh, promote you. You just did that and, and now I can just keep this in the show. So there you go. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. 